Hello everyone, and welcome back to Coming Facts. I hope you've all had a wonderful week. For this episode, I'm going to talk about nuclear fusion, so curl your feet up and get ready to hear a super interesting episode. Five hundred years ago, the Aztecs believed that the sun and all of its energy had to be maintained by blood from human sacrifices. Fortunately today, we understand that the sun, along with all other stars, is driven by a reaction called nuclear fusion. I discussed fusion during the sun episode didn't take the time to explain in detail how it works, so I am going to explain it now. Hydrogen, heated to very high temperatures, changes from a gas to a plasma in which the negatively charged electrons are separated from the positively charged nuclei of the hydrogen atoms. Then, under normal conditions, the strongly repulsive electrostatic forces between the positively charged hydrogen nuclei would prevent any nuclei from getting close enough together to collide. However, if the conditions are extreme, such as the extreme temperatures and pressures inside the sun, the nuclei can overcome the electrostatic forces to the extent that they come very close to each other. Then an attractive nuclear force known as the strong force, which is one of the four fundamental forces named by scientists and only acts at a very short range between atomic particles will come into effect and will overpower the repulsive electrostatic forces fusing the hydrogen nuclei together into helium. This fusion process produces heat and light. Within the sun, every second millions of tons of hydrogen atoms collide under extreme temperatures and pressures, releasing huge quantities of heat and light. And it is this heat and light which reaches Earth and gives us daylight and warmth. Today it is not the inner workings of nuclear fusion which actually occupies scientists. Instead, Scientists are more interested in trying to replicate nuclear fusion on Earth by building small suns, sort of suns in a box. If we were able to create these suns in a box, i.e. nuclear fusion reactors, it could provide virtually limitless 
safe as there is no danger of explosions, environmentally clean and affordable energy to meet the world's energy demands. However, the extreme conditions required to achieve fusion are difficult to produce at low cost. Indeed, the main challenge of nuclear fusion is to heat and pressurize the fuel at low energy costs so that more energy is released through fusion reactions than is used to keep the reaction stable and contained. Recently, however, experts have said that our understanding of how to control fusion has greatly improved in recent years and as such the possibility for economical fusion reactors being built in the near future has significantly improved. Consequently, the UK has invested more than £200 million in fusion energy since November 2019. One of the biggest global projects right now is the International Thermonuclear Experimental Reactor or ITER project, which involves cooperation from 35 countries including the UK and, right now, is constructing a huge test reactor in southern France. They are currently hoping to have a demonstrable fusion power plant running by 2050. Whilst many governments are trying to get ITER off the ground, Many other countries are driving ahead with their own plans too, with China, India, Russia and the US all investing heavily in their own nuclear fusion projects. In addition to ITER, another big project in the UK is that based at Culham in Oxfordshire, who are aiming to develop designs for fusion power using a spherical tokamak for energy production. The name Tokamak is given to a device which uses powerful magnetic fields to confine and control plasma. Typically, in most designs so far, these have been donut shaped, but it is hoped that by using a more complex spherical Tokamak, the size of the reactor will be able to be reduced potentially allowing future designs to be located within towns and cities. With no danger of explosion, these would be entirely safe. Lots of major excitement is also coming from private companies rather than government-backed initiatives, with many small startups cropping up all around the world. One of these is called Commonwealth Fusion Systems, a private company created by former MIT staff. They are focused on developing a tokamak system and its key focus is on improvement of previous designs by improving the superconducting magnets. They are trying to develop powerful magnets so that they can build smaller and cheaper tokamaks. Another company is TAE Technologies, 
with backing from Google and other high-tech investors. This Californian-based company is focusing on using both hydrogen and boron in their fuel as a different mix of fuels to what most companies have tried so far in the hope that they can reduce the running costs of the reactors. Regardless of who is carrying out the projects, it certainly seems like many iterations are going to be required to optimise each aspect of the reactor to reduce costs and come up with a design ready for mass energy production. Other renewables other than nuclear fusion may offer more short-term, timely solutions for tackling climate change, but in the long run the sheer amount of energy generated for little effort could see nuclear fusion become a dominant power source for future human civilizations. Thank you for listening everyone that was really interesting actually i learned some new stuff about nuclear fusion i didn't learn before i'll be back soon with the latest episode the music today is called deja vu and is by george sundancer for the full attribution and url to his site please see the comments below i have used his music with his full permission Thanks a lot. Goodbye.